0: Going on, ladies and gentlemen. This is another episode of uh, Voluntary View with Jeff and Justin. I'm Justin, uh, this is Jeff.
1: Hey, everyone.
0: And today's topic of discussion is going to be voting. Is it is or is it not a act of violence in and of itself? We're going to discuss this uh, from kind of all aspects, from everybody, the voter die crowd. Uh, to all the way to those that believe 100% that voting is actually putting a officer on your neighbor's doorstep. Uh, so, with that being said, Jeff, would you like to kick it off?
1: I would. I would. There's people like Justin said who think voting is the way, it's our civic duty, it's something we have to do to try to make the government better. And these people. Usually aren't on the liberty side. They're usually more of the Republican Democrat. Gotta get out there, vote blue no matter who, or vote red. What I don't know what they have. Vote the, red
0: or you're dead or I, I something don't know. like that.
1: Yeah, but it almost the um, kind of a fanatic. You know, like the vote stickers everywhere. I voted sign in the front yard nowadays
0: with the the social media push on it. Every two seconds, have you registered to vote? Facebook. Every time you open up your your app, oh, uh, have you registered to vote?
1: Are you over eighteen? What? Practically violence itself. Just talking right? about it. <laughs> it. It gets yeah. to be
0: a bit much.
1: Hmm. Hmm. But I, you can. It's funny because I don't think they really understand. I think they almost just believe in it, like how you believe in the tenet of a religion. Mm-hmm. But if they stop to think about what voting is actually about, so so let's lay it out at the beginning. You're voting to try to choose someone who will have the power to force other people to do things. So from, I don't, I'm sure most of them don't think about it that much, but from that perspective, I would think, well, yeah, I want to have some say in who that person is because I don't want someone who doesn't agree with my views. Trying to force me to do something Which Yeah, I, I wouldn't want that you know, Voting is Me
0: forcing My ideas of morality Onto you
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And it doesn't And there's no way to actually Do that Equally all the way across the board Especially when you have 350 million people in uh, one country, um, yeah. and one person—we're just going to use the, in this instance—one uh, person is supposed to represent 350 million
1: people and mm-hmm. all those different views. Yeah, it can't—it can't happen. I mean, it's physically impossible, and no. it gets complicated by the. Uh, democracy versus republic type thing because they're always saying oh democracy you got to get out there and vote but America isn't strictly a democracy it's a republic so you're voting to choose someone who will then do whatever they want to more or less they may not do as we as we know everything right. that they say they're going to do in their campaign so,
0: and, and it, it's kind of funny it's you look at you vote for a Republican, they they run like a libertarian and then govern as a Democrat. Or, you know, Democrats, they'll they'll run as a... Nowadays, the last, what, 10 years or so, the pattern has been, you know, they run as... When they're running, they're as far to the left as they can be without being, you know, fire up the chopper type commie. Uh, yeah. But then when they start to govern they still act like they like the capitalist system. It, it's so odd. It's so yeah. odd. They both, they run to the ex- on the extreme, and then they play to the center.
1: First concern of a politician is to get elected. Mm-hmm. And the second is to get reelected. Right. And anything else far beyond that. So they're going to play whatever they have to, promise whatever they have to in order to get elected, and then to get reelected. And that's how they get the power The money The government salaries and checks And anything else if It's yes. not going to help them stay in the seat mm-hmm. Doesn't matter As much, there are exceptions We know, but they're few Far between
0: Correct. Now I think that's more on the Data um, aspect of the, on the voting Spectrum is more of the, the Day-to-day uh, person That when they're not paying attention to things uh, year-round 24-7, as in-depth into the news cycle as some of us may be. Um, When uh, November 3rd comes around every four years, it's it's (laughs) beginning November, people all of a sudden start checking out stuff. They might read a couple stories, whatever. Um, That's the majority of Americans, I feel.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, election season comes around, and then they right. start
0: paying attention. Right, and they miss out everything on the the first three years of somebody's ruling or having governing, however you want to call it. Yeah, and so you're missing. You don't. Hey, they're not making the, necessarily the uh,
1: oh the most educated decision, yeah. an informed decision. Yeah, because they're seeing. Around election time, they see what the politicians want them to see
0: correct and here's and this is you know a lot of people will say that's that's american's fault that's uh, we the whole country's run full of idiots uh, The way that the government was the first initially set up it wasn't set up to actually have any impact on your individual life. Yes, have we had an impact on that just by our the way that we voted over the years, the type of politicians we voted in, starting all the way back to FDR and the first uh um progressive that we voted into office. Um this is we've come to a a, a head, I think is the saying goes. We've come to the, the head of the road or whatever. Um with the last two elections, you could really tell. With it being, we've got Hillary or Trump. And now, to we've got Biden or Trump. We've got two, eight, what are they, like 75, 80 years old? With both yeah. of them with dyslexia and rape <laughs> accusations and everything down the line. Yeah.
1: We've
0: gotten to this point. And I think, me personally, I put more blame on politicians taking advantage of people, uh, which is typically what they tend to do,
1: mm-hmm.
0: because they know everyone can't pay attention 24 hours a day. Everyone's got kids, they got lives to lead. It's why a system... That has as little impact on your personal life is the best way to go. Strip it all, all the way from all its power, and tell them you've got two jobs, which is how it's supposed to be. You've got two jobs: protect the people, protect their stuff. Everything else, stay out of it.
1: I think that's where one of the <clears throat> one of the key libertarian arguments comes into play. I've seen that with a lot of people who were pushing in the last election for. Who was the libertarian who ran last time? Uh, Gary Johnson.
0: Yeah, well, yeah.
1: And a lot of the people who are saying they're going to vote for uh, Joe Johnson, this, not Joe, Jorgensen. Jorgensen, there it is. Johnson, Jorgensen. (laughs) Sorry, Miss (laughs) Joe. But people say they're going to vote for her, is, you know, we've got to put someone in place who's going to trim down the government, who's going to get it out of our lives, which I can see the reasoning in there, again. And that would be great. But another thing, I can't remember who said this, but it's no matter how idealistic the person who comes into office is, they always run up against the reality of the system where you can't make all the changes that you'd want to. And you can't just... I even, let's say... Best case scenario, Joe Jorgensen ran and she won and she became the president. Congratulations, Dr. Jorgensen. But what is she really going to be able to do except try to say no when Congress tries to pass laws?
0: That's correct. And it's because the system that's been built and is in such a rock solid state right now that you almost have to have a I don't want to say like a boogaloo event because I don't like to push.
1: Carefully, you're going to get our video censored. Stop. Yeah,
0: right, right. <laughs> I, I don't like the idea of uh, initiating violence. Um, mainly because a lot of people don't understand what that would actually intake. Uh, and I always find it kind of odd, the ones that love to scream about the B word, but they've never grown a vegetable in their life. Uh, it's, it's kind of like the dog chasing the the car. Once he catches the bumper, he doesn't know what to do.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, that's, but I do also believe in the idea of, uh, oh, secession. Mm. I kind of feel like secession is the last peaceful option. I think that's yeah. the way it should go. Uh, uh you know, voluntarily, of course, like in California, I'm sorry, Jeff. California wanted to secede, (laughs) I I wouldn't be against it. Besides, besides a, a, almost like a political grand awakening of the American people that all of a sudden decided to go, you know what, I'm tired of all the R's and D's. I'm sick Mm -hmm. of all of you. All I want to do right now is to vote to strip you of power. Short of that happening, I see secession as the only peaceful option. But that's getting us kind of sidetracked.
1: Because as long as the apparatus of power is there, there's always going to be people who want to use it to their own advantage, whether that's becoming politicians themselves and being part of the ruling class or trying to use that ruling class to pass laws that they agree with just be on the winning team. Which kind of goes into another stance that people have again more on the liberty side is why why am I going to even bother voting they 're not going to let us make any meaningful changes. I think I've seen the the phrase tossed around on Twitter if voting mattered, they wouldn't let us do it
0: exactly,
1: and like you said, the system that's been built up kind of accretions of power over the years, this state growing into a leviathan, that there's no one person who controls it. It just kind of keeps going on its own. It's Aside from when people say, oh, vote, 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 change, and you've got to make your voice heard, but
0: how? Practically. It's it's a virus that's always mutating, and you can never kill it. Mm -hmm. I mean, not to bring up viruses, but... (laughs) It's a sore subject right now, but <laughs> uh it you're right. It is it's it's a monster that, that has gotten to a point where it almost seems uh too too much to be conquered. Uh at least by
1: through the voting booth. Yeah. By by the normal means that they give us because it's not, and it occurs to me, like voting isn't really designed to change the system. It's designed to perpetuate the system. And it's that's, another,
0: system. that's another thing is, you know, by, by people voting, by so many people going out there and voting, uh, the millions of, of the populace that are going to go out and vote at the beginning of November in two weeks or whatever, um, mm-hmm. they, they, they kind of give they give the government legitimacy and the and their ability to be able to go out and do the things that they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can say, you know, we're going to throw this kid in jail for the next 15 years because he had a, a pound of a plant in his car. But we can do that because there's so many people out there that have voted to say this is wrong.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even
0: though the, the, there's many of us out there that completely disagree, they have that ability because we've given them that legitimacy.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's where I think the, what are we on for? The fourth stance on voting comes in, where voting, yes, it's forcing violence, the violence of the state on other people. But that kind of also. Maybe
0: that, that uh, ties back more to the view of forcing your view of morality onto others, mm-hmm. um, because Jeff, I'm sure you don't. Uh, no, you probably believe you all, sure? the, all the, right. <laughs> hey, you believe all the same liberty stances that I do. Um, sure. Boys, a good a good example. My dad, he's mm-hmm. a little bit more on the uh, conservative side of things. When I tell him I think cocaine should be sold at CVS, his eyeballs get real big. Uh, now, I right, I under, I understand, I get that, but there's uh, my point of view of that is the counter argument of uh, prohibition is ten times worse. Now, um, somebody like that that thinks that, you know, weed's not that big a deal, I don't care, but all the other stuff we still should, be, we should still keep legal, or illegal, I'm sorry. You're forcing your view of a particular substance and that it shouldn't be allowed to be used on your neighbor.
1: And there are arguments, more pragmatic arguments for that. I've lost, I tried to number it first, but I've lost count. I think... Uh, Murray Rothbard and Lysander Spooner, they made uh, kind of pragmatic arguments along that line. I think Spooner uh, made an analogy, say you're a person who is dropped into the middle of a battlefield, and there's people fighting all over the place, and you've only got two choices. You can pick up a weapon and start fighting, or you can die. And you didn't choose the battle, you didn't choose to be in it, but those are your options. And he said, well, that's kind of like the state. We didn't set up this system. We didn't choose to be here. But we've got this weapon of the vote. So we may as well use it to try to do something. And I can understand that. But then there's the what you mentioned earlier, that voting creates a legitimacy. Someone who believes in liberty, they could kind of like make a protest vote. You know, they could vote for themselves or write in. Daffy Duck or vote third party Wrong balls. <laughs> yes. Everybody's favorite write right in. Exactly, exactly But what people see Is People going to the voting booth Participating in the system The government counts the vote So this many people are voting It enhances the legitimacy And I think that's a very Real argument Because take it to the extreme And you have to ask, okay, what would happen if Nobody voted. How can the government keep functioning when, in theory, it's based upon consent of the people? And that's okay. where its power comes from. If it's obvious that nobody is consenting,
0: hmm, I I'm not
1: if, sure what would happen.
0: I wonder if you could make a metaphor that your vote is kind of like your ransom note. It's your... Um... You're already getting robbed for your taxes. Let me go ahead and just give you these little dangly bits so I can say I'm doing something for you.
1: Hmm. I don't know. Maybe. Kind of like a... Like a tacit exchange.
0: Yeah. Well, Hmm. kind of a forced exchange. Yeah. You don't really get a choice in the the matter.
1: True, true. That's what makes it robbery. Right. Hmm. Yeah. But... You say lots of different different ways of looking at voting, and you know maybe maybe there's some that we've missed. So you out there who are listening, if you want to in the comments put in some more views why voting uh, could be good, could be bad. Let us know.
0: We always Especially, check out the comments, and we like to hear from you guys, and it's it keeps everything interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. We always
0: like to hear opposing views and. Uh, even though we may take, look at things from a voluntary view, that doesn't mean that we, uh, com- that we reject other views just on the basis that it's not necessarily ours. We may not agree, but it doesn't mean we can't have a conversation about it.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Speaking of a voluntary view, <clears throat> excuse me, got a couple of interesting things going on this month. One of them is a grant competition For people in, not necessarily college, could be trade school, any kind of higher education. But put a link in the description of this video about how you can enter that. It's just an essay about, it's a specific liberty topic. I think it's liberty and education. Got more details on the website.
0: Yes. Mm Y'all check those out. Uh, We read them all Um, when they come in. We've gotten a few uh, really good ones and we'd like to get some more. Help out a couple people in their stride for better education.
1: Mm -hmm. And then, starting this week, we're starting our second annual food drive.
0: Yeah. It's
1: really exciting. Yeah.
0: (laughs) This is is a fate, well, one of the favorites of uh, many of the people on the team. Um, last year we were able to raise a little over five grand, we're hoping to be able to do more than that this year, and it'll be all over the website and Facebook and Twitter and Parler and everywhere else we're at on the uh, social media world uh, every every buck helps um, and we gotta remember that this is 2020 this has been a year that have hit uh, some people a lot harder than others um, and they may have a hard time trying to to scrounge around something just for a regular dinner, let alone a Thanksgiving dinner. Um, and we're looking to be able to help out everybody in that situation, or at least as many as we can. Uh, so you guys be on the lookout for that, and if you uh, want to support us in it, be sure to donate, and you can always donate on uh, or at our Facebook fundraiser. And if you don't want to go through Facebook, we completely understand.
1: Uh, you can go, You can donate
0: directly to our website.
1: Yep. We'll have links in the description.
0: Not sure what we'll do for our next podcast, but if you guys have any ideas or if there's something you guys would like to uh, watch us discuss, just uh, drop a link mm-hmm. or a drop a comment and uh, be sure to let us
1: know. All right. And thanks very much, everyone, for tuning in. Again, it's been Justin and Jeff trying to take a voluntary view of things. Hope you guys enjoyed it. God yeah, good one.